hello everyone and welcome to the wrong road podcast we're here for episode five hey, correct number this time at the can't, top. can't believe we made it this far and, and also episode yeah. five we've got five people here look at that wow that is Perfect. a coincidence didn't even think about that until right there it's the most people we've had on the podcast yet it's going to be absolutely chaos um, yes absolutely we got we got aaron hello we got harley yes we got sam my lord and we got the guy we all loved last time tom absolutely yeah, who said guys. that who said that we loved him when? oh all the fans <laughs> said that all the fans oh, said, really? man we love this tom guy bring him back yeah yes. i haven't yeah. actually finished reading through the fan mail yet aaron it's, uh, it's all piling <laughs> yeah. up here can you uh can you, you know, put mine to the side <laughs> And yeah, so welcome, uh, welcome. We've got five people, we've got things to talk about, quite a few things yeah. to talk about actually, and I'm going to throw Aaron under the bus and tell Why? him to begin with something. What? Go on, Aaron. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, I wasn't ready for this, to be honest. Nope, that's why um, I'm going to throw under the bus. I thought we were going to start with the, the model news. I feel like we should talk about Sam's dream to start off, because that is a, a good starting um, yeah, point. Sam's dream will get people hooked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sam had a very special dream yeah, recently. Um, Do you want to explain it, Sam? Go on. It's been like a week ago now. Um, I don't know what it was about, but I was in a model shop in a town which, let's, I'm just, let's, let's just say it's a town that doesn't have a model shop. It's also a town that yeah. I've not stepped foot in for ages. I've driven through it, but I've not walked around in it. How do you know it hasn't got a model shop then? They just I created it recently. If a place that close to me had a model shop, I would know. It did. <laughs> it did when I was very young. It doesn't. Um, it also did in your dream, so must be real. In my dream, however, uh, the last thing I remember being in the building that I was in was a Woolworths. Uh, <laughs> I lived in this place. Um, yes. I was looking around. Uh, there was various engage models. <laughs> what they were exactly but the one i do remember was, <laughs> um well steam locomotive with cavalry red uh yeah what's that called i didn't recognize what it was until obviously i googled steam engine with cavalry red and i realized it was a uh, Wait, you didn't even know that that's what it was you had to google it when you woke up no i had no idea what it was, it was just... <laughs> you just saw the logo and you're like yeah that's in my dream <laughs> there is it was it's a leader class um which... bullied leader Famous. I don't even know why Sam of all people was seeing a bullied leader in his dream. We have we have spoken about it before. Um, yeah, we've spoken about it. Very very small briefly. amount. Briefly. Yeah, gets, very briefly. Worse, it gets worse because I picked it up and because <laughs> obviously it's pretty unique. Uh, and he told me a few things about it. Yeah. About the locomotive in question. Go on. <laughs> on by the way, because I know nothing about it. Um, he told me it was French. Uh, <laughs> that is my favourite bit: is the fact that he said it was French. I don't know why. That's just hilarious. <laughs> I, I I can't know. Ol- Oliver Boulier. I don't know if he was a model or to the um. Actual train itself, the actual worker itself. I mean, how am I supposed to know? I mean, I should know because it was my dream. But <laughs> yeah, it's your mind. You created I, it. I look at that and I would, t- I would tell you that it's English. Looking at a picture of that, so <laughs> maybe I decided the model was French. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any French model manufacturers there either. Um, 
and apparently, and then he went on to say, and this is where my brain really shines. He went on yeah. to say, um, it has two modes. Clag, which is like, <laughs> like the reverser. So you put a reverse, you have to forwards or backwards. You put your clag into forwards, yeah. <laughs> you put the clag into forwards. Clag. <laughs> and then the second mode is fresh, and you can actually like move when you have fresh on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it's like a car gears and then like a clutch. Where surely, surely the fresh is the front. No, no, because it didn't make it move. It just allows it to move. That's what he said. Oh, okay. That's uh, what he told you, right? And apparently, he said that that's where the terms "clag" and "fresh" came from. And then I woke up. And then I <laughs> the terms "clag" and "fresh" no, came up. from the immediately, I immediately wrote down all of that in a message to these guys so that we could remember it forever. And, uh, so it's more of an origin story than really, you know. Yeah, it's quite the bully leader and Clag and Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> so those terms were created, and now we all know. Where they came from now. Yeah. Well, well, uh, well, that was a brilliant thing. So you wanted to do more railways, did you? You might as well, because. Well, I mean, you know. me and Tom. Me and Tom the other day went to the Western Clevedon and Porter's Head Railway anniversary exhibition. Very long. Oh, that is a long name. It, it was great definitely great. not last minute, like, didn't know about it till the week before. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know about it until the day before. Like, literally, I was just sat at a brewery with Barney and Tom, and they were like, oh, yeah, come port head tomorrow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we raced down there at breakneck speed. <laughs> we, we raced down there 50 miles an hour on the M5 it was a bit um, left field in the sense that it was obviously all you know done of a, a I think I'd like to think it's almost like a broad gauge not a broad gauge standard gauge version of the LMB and sort of in, in the way that it is in railway culture it's a railway that hasn't existed for a very very long time but has a big cult following yeah, and all the layouts were very themed around. I know no, they weren't. There was a few layouts that were very themed and were by their group, but there was a few that were quite cool. There was one that had a there was one that had a working remote control lorry that went across a working level crossing. I mean, that was epic. And then and then yeah, part, it did a three point turn. And then, and then part of the three point turn, and then had a crane that unloaded it into the wagons. Was, and I felt for the crane operator, it was very difficult to get the crane. Yeah, the right. crane operator was <laughs> struggling quite a lot. <laughs> it like span it around. There was also there's also a few sort of fictional, um, you know, freelance layouts which you always get, which were quite cool. One of them had like O gauge seagulls suspended on guitar strings. That was pretty epic. And had a pub, yeah. so I like that. <laughs> o gauge seagulls. Yeah, O gauge. Yeah, seagulls. they were suspended on guitar strings. It was great. How big were they? <laughs> Jesus. The guy said he like he kind of did his head in installing them though. He was like, when you're painting your 16th seagull, you know you've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him. There was a layout yeah. that I there was there was one end gauge layout there, and Sam actually Only told one. me to like investigate it, and um, it was it was pretty underwhelming. I, I, oh. I, I, I apologise if you are the end gauge layout owner and somehow are listening to this. You might have not even finished it. Maybe it's a work in progress. I don't know. But it was just kind of the whole layout was very much centered around this bridge that looked really cool. And then the rest of it was just flat grass. 
And, uh, and I'm still not uh, really sure what it was supposed to be, really. Well, no, and it had no signalling. Of course, let me notice that. But it had nothing, nothing at all. Just not a single signal. It was quite like well, and there, was a, there was a small like bridge and stuff, and like a yeah, like a passing loop and like another loop in a station and everything, and like siding things. There's just not a signal inside. It was really weird. You it, say this is massive odd. grass fields. That sounds like yeah. every heritage railway ever. Yeah, but it, there was much. no like there was no <laughs> dimensions to it. It was just because it was end gauge and quite big. It was such a large area with this really tiny track going through the middle of it, and then this <laughs> huge flat green. Uh, yes. <laughs> and that was the layout. And I was like, Fair enough. I don't get it. Well, then next to the big bridge, <laughs> there was this it. little there was this little bridge that was kind of just it kind of just like ended, and it was like a siding, but it was a bridge in itself, and it was it was really weird. What? I didn't really understand it. Very and then there was the description. Th- there was some there were some pretty ooga booga uh, gauges there. Uh, P four mm-hmm. gauge, E M gauge, O N thirty gauge. What are um, any of those? The O N thirty is apparently just O gauge, oh, narrow gauge. But I've heard of O N thirty. But apparently the guy who but, but the guy who used it had just made this like toy basically it was like this really weird little like diesel that with a, with a tipper wagon that drove up this hill dropped off ball bearings into the top of a machine and then went down to the bottom oh. and picked them up again great yeah it was almost the tank engine toy like that but they like yes. moved coal around <laughs> yes i had that yeah. so good. i've still got it somewhere <laughs> so sure. it, when i first saw it i was like this is just the toy i've got at home somewhere <laughs> when i was a kid <laughs> He just recreated. They also, it. it also moved at the speed of sound, like faster than the ball bearings did. It was really, <laughs> like instant acceleration. Yeah, it, it was really fast. Upon um, <laughs> looking it up, P four gauge apparently is just double O gauge, but slightly wider, so it's correct. What? Because double O gauge is slightly out of gauge. Yeah, it's too narrow. Um, the P four gauge never is correct. Known until you said that. Well, yeah. Now I can't repeat the same. So then, so then you get the, so you get the like stands that are crybabies. Ah, like, oh, my my tracks a millimetre too narrow. Oh no! <laughs> 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 gauge <laughs> that, that no one makes anything for. Yeah, I just buy all say. my stock and convert it to be wider. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sounds like a good Literally. Oh, and there was also an S gauge um, layout, and everyone always oh, goes, yeah. "We don't know what S gauge is," but it's actually the first sort of um, gauge to be non-mainstream that created its own first society. And it's either the 30s or the 40s. It has been around for a very long time. It's uh-huh. not that different to O gauge, although the people that run no, it is. If you look at it, S gauge is like in the middle of double O gauge and O gauge. The middle. Mm. It's, it's a nice it, gauge, it, really. It's not it's massive. It's not exactly tiny. in the middle. Yeah, it's quite a nice page. There's an equivalent between double O and N. Is it? Is that the TT? TT gauge? That's that's basically middle ground between N and uh, double O, and then you have S in between double O and no. But as I said, TT and S are just not really seen very often. Uh, That's it, yeah. It was a very nice S gauge layout, though. I was quite impressed with that one. I think that was the one with the mini motorized turntable, wasn't it? That was pretty good. Yeah, I had a little turntable. It was really weird. Actually. I don't know if I've ever seen about it. Aaron knew like narrow gauge stuff, so you might have seen it before. Yes. I'm pretty sure it was like a narrow gauge thing, wasn't it, or was it not? Uh, actually, it, 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 was well, it, a, it was a very narrow. It was a very narrow gauge esque thing. 
but it was yeah but it did have a terrier running, running on it, it had so. it had like it had like <laughs> a, a it, right yeah no but like the, the what i'm about to say it was a very like narrow gauge kind of design and it was like okay. this turntable that was a point ah yes like like it like it, it had like the point lines going into it as if someone had cut a point in half and then the turntable rotated you onto instead the other of track. the point moving onto the other track but the tracks were overlapped so it was like a point oh wait they're overlapped okay that's weird that's, yeah that's like, not like, a thing i don't explain it you know that it looks like a point is about to come together there's four rails like inside each other as if the point's about to merge, and then they've cut the end off. Why would the they point. ever overlap? And then, that doesn't and, make any sense. Yeah, well, I, Why would you not uh, just uh, sort of point? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there was space. space. I think it, it was saved space. space. It saved space. 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 You don't need a headshot, because the headshot is the turntable. And then you exactly. can like, rotate slightly, and you're, you can run around. Yes. But no, so, I've never uh, seen uh, them cross over like that. I mean, obviously, I've well, seen... Well, think, of the, um, think of the turntables they had on the old Isle of Wight system at, like, Ventnor and that, the really tiny ones. Just picture that. That's basically what it is. Yeah, I'm know. trying to find a picture of one if people can keep conversation going while I try and find an example of what I mean. Uh, point yeah, I mean... Table, you can move on to about it was like a wagon one, but big enough for a little engine, pretty yeah. much. I was I was picturing a wagon turntable when you said it. To be fair, point. It looked like a wagon turntable. You could easily turn the terrier on it. And you've seen what? One wagon turntable. Oh yeah. And it doesn't look like anything's going to fit on it. But apparently they well, do. The Is that the one that will kill? No. Great. Cheers. It genuinely does. <laughs> <doesn't laughs> How the, did you get the wagons in there? I don't understand. <laughs> don't ask questions, alright. I bet there's some major overhang on the side of this. Oh, there's got to be. oh yeah, that's pretty much the point of wagon turntables. <laughs> it's just for the wheelbase. <laughs> the rest of it just hangs over. <laughs> pretty sure you're meant to turn it using the wagon as well. You just push the wagon. Does it hang over like you after the midhand diesel gone around? <laughs> okay, that's, that's <laughs> not quite that bad, all right. <laughs> Can't find an example. It just it must be this really mega rare thing that no one's ever done before maybe it's not even a real thing he's just invented it yeah, i don't know <laughs> this, this layer, right? i don't even know how to explain weird. it to try and find a photo i know what you mean but it's just like i've never seen the tracks cross before reaching the turntable because what would be the point in that and i'm sure it was a dapple dapple o gauge terrier that had been converted space it well. major surgery to put it to an s gauge like because it's very different no, nah, it was probably S gauge. It was probably well, in custom. Like uh, you, you wouldn't be able to convert an O gauge model to S gauge because it just looks stupid. No, I wouldn't think so. It must be. If it was custom, it was very good. S gauge is too much smaller than O gauge. So that's. <clears throat> so it's like a third it was, it was size, very nice. Two thirds the size. Yeah, so, there was also a very good um, model of uh, Rolvenden station on the Kent and East Sussex railway, but as it was in ah. steam days. Um, so yeah. with the shed on the other side, and it had like really nice details, like some of the some kit built uh, original coaching stock, the little wooden trestle bridge, which I think is still there. Um, that was a really nice layout, actually. That was the most popular one. It's also the longest one, so that one we had a job to see that one. There was a huge queue around that one. That was very very nice. I don't think really it? it was lovely. Uh, that was double O. I'm pretty sure. Because they had a packet running on it, Hornby packet, so it must have been. <laughs> My was, was that the one with the Hornby packet? It was like just out the box, had like nothing done to it. it was like, like, there was a, there was a <laughs> layout that just had a, there's like a normal Hornby packet, no weathering, no nothing. It was just. That was it. Oh, that was the one. On there. 
That was the one with the um, chain link couplings, George, but in double O, and we were like, what? Oh, yeah, they were using chain links in double O, and I was like, <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> but like he was yeah. seamless. He had the dexterity, like dexterity one hundred, because he was like just yeah. doing it first swoop. He was like bringing this hook in, just <laughs> no problem at all, hooking out the double O gauge chain link coupling. I like I struggled with my O gauge once. There were wagons <laughs> flying everywhere. Like it was, he was on it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I think that's all I've got really got for Model Railway stuff. I didn't really plan to do any other like Model Railway announcements regarding anything else. But yeah, apparently it was an anniversary show. They only do it like once every five years-ish, I think. But highly recommended. Would do again in five years' time, and I've probably forgotten about it. Yeah, just five, five years' time. I'll see if I remember that recommendation in five years. Probably not, but there you go. On a quick note, just for the record of the podcast, I did get an opportunity for the first time to see the new um, Dapo small prairie and o-gauge and it was very cool yeah. is that what you want to say them. Uh, foreshadowing <laughs> what was it foreshadowing foreshadowing because you're going to buy one I was not going to buy <laughs> one this is like true. 400 pounds I was this not buying one right there and then yeah, I want buy one, one. Oh, really well, cool. there we go I was just buying one at a, a railway exhibition out of nowhere <laughs> well well, 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 I've got, uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. All right. If you'd like to help George buy this prairie, support yes. our GoFundMe at <laughs> helpmebuyaprairie.com. <laughs> <laughs> He'll buy it anyway, even without any donations. So. Don't, yeah, probably. Don't Why else do you think he's putting those late shifts? <laughs> do we do a mainline or heritage next? I I think we should cover some galas. There's been some some galas recently. Heritage, let's go. Yeah, galas. Uh, we all love galas. You can't, yeah. can't be a good gala. I think we should so, get these right, slinks out. You seem to love galas so much, Harley. How about you tell us about yours? Yeah. Uh, well, my gala, I'm planning. Yeah, one you planned it. To. <laughs> I've been to one recently. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, East Lanks yeah. Diesel Gala. Which had a load of locos. It did. It did have a lot of locos. Um, Too many? No. Just the right amount, <laughs> I think. Oh, really? Just the right Are you sure they didn't need more? No, it didn't need more. <laughs> it didn't need more. I mean, there, was a, there was a 68. That was cool. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've actually been behind one of them before, so that was nice. Uh, we have now. Was, was it worth it? There's a 24, 25, 26 triple header. Mm. Oh, with some with some dubious children flailing. No, they were flailing like all the time. Yeah, but you joined in, didn't you? No, I didn't join in. Why would I do that? Sorry, Harley. <laughs> yeah, that was Sam for sure. <laughs> um, no, it was good. It was very good. Um, definitely twenty five at all times. Um, yeah. All the drivers are fresh merchants, apparently. Yeah, the tunnel. until they hit 25 and they shut off. Yeah, well, they definitely all shut off at 25. Yeah, yeah they're law-abiding citizens. Yeah, they are, they are. There's exactly no, <laughs> nothing going on there. Um, yeah. You don't want to upset the ORR. There's, there's not much else to say about it. It was a good goal. It was... Anything sticking out? Oh, you should tell them about the um, the weird mix train. Oh, the uh, the local set. Yeah, the local um, set. That's quite, the local set. Quite interesting. It was an RMB. Yeah. And a BFK. Yeah. With about <laughs> six two-axle vans. Yeah. A, C- six a CCD. 
<clears throat> so my yeah. van and the Stovar that had the uh, gangway connection ripped off by the uh, Union of South Africa. Mm. So which one of the vans did you go in then, Harley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just shut myself inside. That was it. That's all I did. Yeah. <laughs> weird, so. Could you hear the fresh from in there? Or? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Reverb through. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I'd definitely go again. It was my, my first visit to the line. So. Uh-huh. Um, what about the um? What about the set with the uh the support coach in it? Oh, you mean the air brakes? <laughs> yeah, you gotta bring that up yeah, as well. The air brake set had um, Junior South Africa support coach in it. Of course, um, why not? And what was it, and what was in Junior South Africa support coach? <laughs> it's a washing machine. <laughs> it's the thing. I, I used to other things. And I was like, oh my god. There's a washing machine in the car. I don't know why it surprised me. It makes sense. It's a sort of- yeah, to be fair, that you need to have these regardless. I mean, I've, you smelt some of the beds. <laughs> you know. Yeah. In the set, actually. To be fair, it had a, it had a washing machine, it had a cooker, and it had an oven. I don't yeah. understand why you need a washing it had a, machine. It had an extension lead with every plug occupied that freaked me out a little bit, because I was like, that's definitely overloaded. If, uh, you're forgetting they swap drivers, George. So the other drivers can go in the sport coach and clean all yeah, their clothes. Can- yeah, do they just sit in the support coach in their underwear? Yeah, they just exactly get in the support coach, strip naked, and chuck it all in the washing machine. They like sit back and relax. Yeah, that's why the the curtains on the support coaches are always closed. <laughs> <laughs> all the compartments are closed in the uh, in the support coach. Oh is, no, uh, you couldn't go in the staff oh, areas. My favourite bit was on one of the doors. There's a big yellow zip tie from the door handle to the little handrail next to the door that so you couldn't really? open the door. No. Great. Interesting. What are they hiding they in there? They didn't, yeah, but it's like they didn't even lock it out of use. It's just the door doesn't shut. So uh, it's just held shut with a big zip tie. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Pretty standard. Yeah, wasn't that great, Donna? Really enjoyed it. I'd, uh, Good. I'd recommend. Really Good. Well, it's a railway that I would like to go to, but it's very far away. I would like it to. It is very far There's an absolute madman that volunteers in the West Somerset. There's an absolute madman that volunteers in the West Somerset, Tom knows who I'm talking about, who also volunteers in the East Lake simultaneously. Yeah. Because he's an yeah, absolute lunatic. Where does he live? Yeah, I don't Yeah, it's weird that because his mum lives in Bury, so he just. And then he owns a caravan of Gloucester, oh, okay. so it just goes between the two. But I did go to the East Lakes last year in September, and it was a very nice line. I really. Everyone there was super nice. So I went when we had for a ride on City of Wales, and it was it was cracking. I definitely need to go to a diesel event there because they got like they got, um, they got millions. Drivers crashed as well. Tom, were they? Yeah, they were. We had City of Wales on um, on load ten with the dining set and the normal trains. They had no oh, choice. But when the fireman, for some reason, he must have been like a past fireman that was trainee driver or whatever, because like the fireman just took over at one point, and they got even more thrashy. So it was pretty good. <laughs> good. Well, uh, on that yeah, note, decent. Harley, well, that's the East Links. As you uh, as you mentioned, as we talked about the uh, amount of diesels, um, you wanted to talk about the Seven Valley Diesel Gala because they also had a fuck ton of diesels. Seven Valley Diesel Gala, too many yeah. locos. Right, so you're claiming they had too many. I think it has too many locos. Okay, how many did how East Links have? What they have? How many did East Links have? 25, 26. Yeah. 68, 13, 14, 68, yeah. Yeah. Warship, 40, 40, right. yeah. 50, 37. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what number we're on to now. Is that 10? Well, I wasn't counting. I think it's 10. Uh, yeah. That's, That's East Lanks. Yeah. How many does Seven Valley have? And what about Seven Valley then? 
four fifties, forties, two westerns, two fifty sixes, a twenty. Yeah. Like for, I can't remember what else they have. What else they have? There's a Deltic as well. Deltic. My lords. Yeah. I mean, but oh, there's a peak as well. Don't forget the peak. Oh, and a peak. Twelve. <laughs> There's that many more. The problem is, there's so many locos, you can't get them all in one day. And yeah, well, that's the point. Now you buy mobile tickets, win-win. Oh, but no one can do <laughs> that. And a lot of the locos do like one round trip a day. Well, I mean, the 56s do one round trip a day. Four fifties running. Four fifties, my lords. <laughs> yeah. I think they had another one. I don't. I don't think they ran um thirty-one, the intercity livery one. So they could have had another one running if it had been ready to go. What was the point of running more of the same <laughs> they thing? Five. They could have five fifties at their garden. Oh, that's not enough. I mean, what's the I, point? I like what's 50s. the point? Yeah, but well, you, they're all the same, really. Like you know. You'd rather oh, get on something different. Oh, that's how these will be gone. Thanks, George. Get on something <laughs> else. about GSN then? Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, that is unique. It's the only issue. Oh, uh, right. So there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. It's going to be the only one. So, in that condition. So, uh, <laughs> that is unique. Is uh, GSN being converted to a class 50 then? Or? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, be, oh, oh, yeah. Thank you, dog. <laughs> As I said before, Seven Valley was very enjoyable, but it was partly ruined by being forced to be pinched by the corridors of yeah, we got yeah. A4 stands. <laughs> the autumn gala he's on about. Well, no, yeah. it was no spring gala. Spring we gala. got spring, spring Seven Valley gala when Sir Nigel Gresley was there it was absolute chaos because yeah. Sir Nigel Gresley was there. Exactly. We were there for 506, so... Uh, we were there for 804. Well, I was there for 506. I was there for 506. That is the day that I fell in love with 506. I was like, oh, oh my gosh, 506, my favourite. And then you guys went here. Uh, I used to have a terrier visiting for that. <coughs> huh? that oh, yeah, they were. 506 reports the terrier. terrier. Oh, oh, yeah. uh, quite the replacement, uh, <laughs> Perfect match. Yeah, uh, it's seven. We were uh, we were talking about. Five or six is seven. Uh, that's close enough. Yeah, and so it's, yeah, three, isn't it? Yeah, say livery seven, my lords. Look, people at the table well, won't notice. They just go, oh, it's a seven logo, and that's it. So yeah, and it's in black, and there we go. Yeah, they they see, they see a black seven logo, same thing. Well, I went to that the day before you guys, and I didn't. I didn't really have any good runs on the N4 because it was literally fresh out of overhaul. The bottom end was really stiff, and like every time I tried to depart a station, they had to like knock it out of gear and put it in again. They had a job getting it away every time, and it was uh, wonderful. We didn't have any run good runs Pioneer Four because we were stuck in teak corridors. Um, <laughs> yeah, so were we. I actually got stuck yeah. in um, one of the coaches has a lavatory where they've taken the lavatory out and put a massive fuse box in there. So we oh, just yeah. sort of hung out in this cupboard so that we could get a sound recording. And then people kept coming in thinking it was a toilet. That was quite fun. <laughs> Shout out if you um, email into one, the mailbox if, if you know of this, of this cupboard. <laughs> I got one trip behind St. Nigel Gresley, just me, because no one else made it there when I was right behind it. I got to the front. Yeah, well, I got to the front. The train. We were just in a corner <laughs> section. And you yeah, I know, but yeah. I got to the front. Uh, we were literally stuck. Oh, they accomplished. 
Yeah, well, we would just start talking about Sandra Grizzly at North Yorkshire Moors, George. That's how this all started. Um, oh, yeah, so all the stands on Facebook. Yeah, particularly the uh, the event being broadcast all over Facebook, um, in case you weren't aware Everywhere that it was coming it was just, oh, this is Sinatra Gresley, but it's not blue yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot Comments of were horrendous. Blue, like, like, I hadn't noticed. Yeah, they had to keep pointing it out. That one comment where someone was like, the blacks are temporary, it's been fairly blue. <laughs> yeah, like, who and also, all the, also all the comments that were like, oh, true, true won't be her real home. Northwood Wars will always be her home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. like, where's it going after it, after it leaves Northwood Wars? Where's it going? I have, I have to follow it. I have to go with it. Where is it? Where, where's it going? It's staying there, obviously. To be, to be fair, I'm pretty sure, guys, A4s, you know, fastest steam engines in the world, were designed for hilly branch floods in Yorkshire. I'm pretty yes. sure. Oh, they were, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's what those, yeah. <laughs> That that's where Malar broke the record. Silly. Amazing speeds. Huh? What? Yeah, silence. What? Test the teacher's keys. Well the joke's out of date now, so you know it's no longer funny. What was the expiry date on that joke for a second? <laughs> 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 Too long to process it, so now the previous No one heard it, it wasn't invited to process it. We asked you to repeat it, and you said your response was brilliant. It was. And you went, What do you mean, HSTs? I heard HST, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh my God. Dear, George, do you wanna? Do you wanna, wanna pick something? Do I wanna pick something? Yeah, I've done well, a lot of talking. Sure I was the. I think I was the first person here out of all of us to see the news that um, Midsummer Norton had bought that 9F. Ah yes. Well, I, I like saw I it like straight away, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm pretty sure you saw it before they posted it on their own Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah did you see I don't remember where I saw it. Um, but, was there? I had heard that they were doing it before they like signed the documents agreeing to buy it. I saw the, I saw the news they were going to right. at that moment, and I was like, "What?" It was like half a mile long line. And they're like, "Yeah, let's buy a nine after a store." <laughs> well, <laughs> we can I interject here? Oh seven yep. Morningstar, just a note. Can I interject here? So I happen to know the chap who's the who's been the operations manager at Midsummer North for the last four years. Is a chap called Michael Abbott. Shout out Michael if you're listening. You're probably not. Um, <laughs> very nice guy. I mean, he's just stepped down, but he's still on the board. I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, I was chatting to him when I went down there in 2019, and the sort of the whole. There's so many, so much politics around whether that line will extend or not, because the next town onwards, like they really don't want it to happen. And of course, they don't own the land yet, but there was a chance they get the land, and then they're saying that the town's probably going to do everything they can to block the extension. Why would so, a town? Not really a lot of why, point why in a, doing it if it's not going to be extended. Town, I think. Why would a town not want a new tourist attraction to bring in business? 
Probably because no one living there remembers the trains. And like people will go there to ride the trains and thus buy stuff out of the local businesses and improve their economy. Well, I think it's sort of a thing <laughs> from that, that area because the, um, the Avon Valley isn't that far away. And if you look into the history of the Avon Valley, they have so many nasty politics. It's taken them forever to get to the stage that they have what they have because they had a lot of falling outs. They had, you know, because they're next to a, a, a cycle path, they've had, you know, countless run-ins with councils and people not wanting them to get very far or extend or do this or do that and i think it's a similar thing i think it's just similar it's a similar area it's sort of the mendix isn't it well it's the mendix there it's sort of avon's near there and it it's probably i don't know that might just be sort of the view that the local council takes of it all i don't know really Uh, actually say who bought the 9f (laughs) well yeah it's the snd heritage royalty trust it says it's called Morning Star. I've not seen any yes. pictures of it in Steam Days with nameplates on. Is that just a name that the owner's given it? It's never actually carried. I have no idea. Uh, so I don't think any of the 9F carried names. I just saw them buy a 9F and I was like, what the hell? I mean, Aaron spoke about the floor. Oh, they wanted to put um, 5308 there. And Aaron was like, nah, nah, that's too big for their line. And then they went buy a 9F. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's my opinion, though. They are trying to recreate the S&D. And this is not going to be a quick overhaul, so it's going to be a very... It's, years, I think. it's a future loco, so say in the future they might actually have a longer line. They might actually have a need... For, well, maybe not a need for it, because no line no, actually needs gonna, a 9F, but... It won't be that it'll long. It'll fit. Will it? It'll be longer, but it's not going to be that long. Well, yeah, but... It's not going to be 9F long. Right, all the way to full, and then immediately have to shut it. Right, that's it. <laughs> Or, well, think of it this think of it this way, right? What they could do is what a lot of other groups do, which is where the loco doesn't suit its home line that well, but it only goes back for events and galas, and then the rest of the year it flies the flag for the owning group at other places. So they could use it to advertise, you know, whatever line it goes to, whether it spends a summer there or a weekend there, they could take a stand and you know tell people about the S and D if that's allowed or whatever. Because like it's a bit like the Dinmore group. So when they had Dinmore and thirty eight fifty running at the same time. They never wanted both locos at the Gloss Walks, even though they were based there. They always wanted one engine flying the flag away somewhere else. And this is a bit different because, you know, it's owned by a railway. But they could do a similar sort of thing if that would make more economic sense, because they'd hopefully, but the trouble is, of course, transport costs for locos are more expensive than higher fees these days. That's the real killer, especially for an engine that big. We can actually yeah, run 9F the West Somerset. I'm going to get one. Yeah, the Blue Route, we can have it. Right, Lord. Uh, you can have it then. When it's done. Get the gala prize. That would be really. Fire it in. It'd be quite cool to have a nine. Yeah, that would be really. That would be really cool. Because when we had um the Great Central one, the last S and D gala, that was really good. I was there for that. I think. Mm. Nice. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't get the um single chimney one because of COVID. You were there on the S and D gala. Really looking forward to that. Both of you. Yeah, we went together. Well, yeah. I I was volunteering on that gala. (laughs) (laughs) I was was there. Kind of weird. Yeah, we, we could have walked straight past you at some point. Yeah, we, yeah, we were all there actually. I was yeah. volunteering as well. It's weird that we never even. Well, I mean, obviously, I would have seen George, but I wouldn't because I knew him then, but not you. But <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You probably there. Well, I was. Like, wow. well, that was before you met my lords. This is true. It was a whole two um, weeks, I think, wasn't it? That gala. It was all two weekends two and a weekend between. It was, yeah, it was pretty big. So. That was the last really, really good gala we did. That was back when I used to do station staff every single week, so I would have been there both <laughs> weekends. Damn, committed. Yeah. I was probably the most regular station staff. 
when I was under 18. I don't remember very many Saturdays like being in the museum when you weren't on station. Yeah, I, I, I was always there every weekend. Every weekend. They were the oh, days. Wow. Teenage innocence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's that. Um, what's yes. next? Bahamas. Yeah, might as well get Bahamas out of the way. Bahamas being renamed to the really controversial name of Falkland Islands, in my opinion. You think it's controversial, but didn't they do it to, I don't know, commemorate the uh, what? what what occurred? Yeah, com- commemorate that we went in there and like snatched it back off the Argentinians. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck it's you. only con- it's only controversial if you're from Argentina. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Yeah. With it, so. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Shout out to all our Argentinian listeners, by the way. Yeah, shout out to all our yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll look at I'll, I'll look at um, Acast after this, and they'll be like, li- download locations Argentina twenty. <laughs> yeah, stocks rise. Sorry, you can't show your podcast in these countries anymore. <laughs> your band yeah. showing your podcast in Argentina. <laughs> well, the, uh, the thing to note about I was, was, was I was surprised was, uh, that they did this. I was surprised they did this because um, it wasn't that long ago, although I say that it's probably about a year ago, that they did a tour at a Paddington and they had, uh, I think he was, it was some, it was a chap who had, it was quite high up with some sort of connection with Bahamas. It might have been the actual president of the com- of the country, or it might have been yeah, the um, the ambassador. I'm not sure which it was, but he was he was very grateful and they gave him a cab tour and everything. And I sort of thought, well, they made all those nice relations. Why are they going ahead and renumbering it? But I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't take long for them to change it. No. Um, but yeah, the, the thing to note is that it got renamed at Swanage in the end because uh, it was meant to be renamed at West Somerset twice, three times. It was supposed to be renamed at Bishop's Lydia's. Yeah, two times. Because of the steam bound. Got cancelled twice for various reasons. And then it was meant to get renamed yeah. at Swanage. That one got cancelled because a guy died on the uh, Swanage Bell <laughs> before it even left. Yeah, that was Victoria. awful. Uh, that was pretty bad. That's not ideal. And then he got yeah. too excited at the prospect of future fresh. <laughs> poor guy. Should we say that? The poor guy. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. Too late now. I mean, Cancel George. Cancel George. Cancel George. <laughs> anyway. Don't talk about that bridge. Oh my god. What bridge? Stone. So, where Somerset Bridge, you actually can't talk Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that one. Anyway, let's skip over that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they literally just shoved it on the uh, turntable road at Swanage and renamed it Midday, and it went back with a different name and number and everything, I think. They did it all. And, all of, and then all of the Ved was like, there's a different logo. Yeah. Me and Aaron were like, that's a pretty good renumbering job. And then we saw a close up freedom, a picture of the renumbering job. And it yeah. was not very good. No. Oh, was it the numbers on the way? side of the cab were like peeling off in one photo we saw. Were they tape? I think Look they way. must have been like vinyl. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, if they done, uh, they stuck vinyl over the old number then. Yeah, I think that's yeah, exactly they what they did. 
and then it like all peeled. Did they re- had they renumbered it before they renamed it? Like, was it running with Falkland Islands numbers and Bahama nameplates on the way stuck, from London? Stuck, or... No, no. No, they stuck sticky numbers over the number at Swanage. Oh jeez, <laughs> that's got to be that. That's got to be the first like, like, renumbering of on the way back. That's got to be the first renumbering of a Steam logo on a mainline tour, surely. I can't think that that's happened before. Don't know. Don't know. Like, that time, was it Al- was it Alberta? Not Alberta. What's the what's the Oh, one of the Jubilee. Oh, yeah, Colourpoint. No, the Galateo was running two When it came out with side, Sierra Leone on the side of it. Oh, yeah. That was it. That was really weird. They messed up the identity of it completely. And I know Discot used to run 5051 with the two names that it carried one on the other side sometimes. Or they change it halfway through the day or whatever. But then that's the names that were originally on that loco, so that's fine. What loco was it we were discussing? Oh, oh I know, Clan Line. They swapped the, the red and black nameplates. It's really random. Well, they just randomly do the it. Reds, the reds are the originals, and mm-hmm. the blacks are the reproductions, I believe. I don't think they've got a fake set of red ones, because you can see the red ones, the centre bit's a bit more battered. They only get the centre ones out when it's like an anniversary run, like Paulman's Bell or the end of some uh, steam or whatever. The rest of the time, it's just black for the Paulman's. Um, which is weird, sure. because I don't think Clan I never had black plates when it was a rebuilt. I think only when it was an unrebuilt. But it still looks Why nice does? with them on. It does look nice. I believe there was one time where... I believe there was one time where it was red on one side <laughs> and uh, black on the other side. So they they might as well, George. They might as well, George, because the nightmare they're having doing the siphons. They'll probably have to take the boiler out anyway. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Well, we're on clan line. So, you know, this whole siphon thing where they failed and they, they had them sent to South Devon to be repaired. Clan they are currently, they are currently, the, well, no, it didn't fail with it, but it nearly did yeah, on that, yeah, exactly. on no, that no, tour. No, it doesn't fail, it doesn't nearly fail. It's just having, uh, it's just having an operational blip. <laughs> well, interestingly, the MNLPS are now the only preservation group to try and repair bullied firebox siphons with the boiler in the frames because the last group that did it they took the boiler off and turned it upside down because it's such a pain in the ass right so fair play to them because it's not a fun job are they succeeding <laughs> i don't know it's at like the top and they have to like you know like weld pieces in wait for it to warm up and then cool down it's it's a total nightmare so uh, it might not run again until next year I don't know. Well, they're saying that. They do do a lot of tours in the winter as well. So who No, it'll run again. It's not failed. Well, they have a, a, a tour booked, Brighton Bell, and it specifically says Hold with Clan Line. And it was meant to be the end of this month, but they postponed it to November. So. Oh, um, that's funny. I don't know if they're hopeful. Clan Line's mysteriously turned into a Class 67. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nameplates on the side. Isn't oh, that weird? <laughs> Why is it making that noise? Ying, 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 ying. Why is it purple? <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I feel like that's a good segue onto uh, another mainline loco, which is having work done, and that's Flying Scotsman, which only went out of service in April this year, and it's supposedly meant to be back in, what, a few weeks' time? Went out of service in April, yeah, sat well... in Barry Bolton Works for like a bajillion months. And it's just done all of a sudden. 
Well, oh, you say yeah. this, it's, um, it's called the flying money pit for a reason. I mean, you say in the service, all it really did was just get pushed on tours for the last year, and I can vouch for that. <laughs> <as I'm... laughs> yeah, that's actually very true. And it was rubbish. <laughs> they were like, we're only running it in the dark so that no one trespasses, and then there was oh, like yeah. no one on the West Coast support crew, and then it failed at Hellerfield, and we got back at one in the morning. The whole thing was an absolute nightmare. It's funny that you say that it got pushed the whole time because the amount of times it failed while being pushed. Pretty yeah, impressive. well, that's the thing. I was like, well, it's not doing anything anyway. All it has to do is like keep enough steam to keep the brakes off, and even then, it's air brakes. Do that. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. Why has it been finished in a matter of months? Who knows about the uh, the King's Cross event thing? Oh, Harley, I think you know about it before. I don't really know anything about that. Harley, Harley Tom? Do you know about that? Tom? Well, yeah, I've, I've, all I've done is I've just read the thing that got sent to our group chat earlier. I'll put no. it up. Um, I think the point is it's going to King's Cross to be on display. George and Mike just... Yeah, platform really eight, <clears throat> you will get the chance to take a photo. So I guess in a way it's good that it's organised because quite often when Scotsman goes places it's like an absolute, absolute chaos, isn't it? You know, whether it's a station, a house, throwing <laughs> over. But this time it's actually organised. You get your chance to have a picture with it or go on a plate or whatever and you get 10 minutes. Oh, wow, you only get 10 minutes on the platform if you buy... 10 minutes? Rubbish. You, get, you have 10 minutes to look at it and then you get you don't need a platform ticket to take part in the activities on the station concourse where you can experience driving Flying Scotsman on train sim for some reason and then watch live footage of Flying Scotsman on platform 8. Oh yeah, I can't wait to watch the live footage of it sat in the platform for two days. That'll be really oh, exciting. Yes. And then the Flying Scotsman merchandise will be on sale at a pop-up retail kiosk. I mean, I'm sure that's really it's just some, probably some really high quality stuff there. I'm going to buy it all, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's an uh, interesting event. It's meant to take place in twelve days' time, and I've not seen a single photo of Flying Scotsman in the past like months. I've literally seen one of it in Baron Street Works with the Smokebox door open, and I'm pretty sure right. all they've done is retube it because because what? that's all they need to get the mainline ticket renewed. But they can't have done because the the cylinder mm-hmm. packing was so bad. They must have had to do some bits and bobs to it, but I don't think they fully took well, it apart. No, all the all thing is, it's 10 years. Smokebox wasn't door up, and close it again. It? Done. <laughs> yeah. The 10 year wasn't Yeah, up, but it's. it's it, it was the mainline ticket. The right? mainline one, isn't it? Yeah. So they could just retube it and get another seven years out of it. But it was so bad last time the mainline that it was being pushed everywhere, not because they wanted to be careful, genuinely because it wasn't very good. Um, mm. And I've spoken to a guy, I know a guy who's a fireman on the Mid-Norfolk, and he fired it, uh, I think it was a year ago today. And I messaged him after I went on that tour with it, and he said, yeah, like the cylinder packing was really bad. The the drafting isn't great. It doesn't need a lot of work. He said it was hard work when they had it. Um, so, yeah, it was obviously a lot worse by the time we went on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's done with so many millions of miles, hasn't it? I try to think the sort of condition it's it really has. in. It really has. But, uh, yeah, yeah well. money at it and nothing else. It will be a surprise to see if it appears in time for that event. Um, it's also got the, the Swanage, I was going to say gala, but it's just a Flying Scotsman event. Like, yeah, that's what, a, a week after or so? I don't know. 
I think it's a week I'm after. I'm kind of sad about that because um, there were rumours for ages that there was going to be an epic mega bullied gala this autumn at Swanage. But oh. it's obviously not. They spent all the money on Scotland. I imagine. I would have gone to that, no doubt. I would have gone to that. But then I suppose Manston's not ready, so there's no point in oh, that spring. Maybe spring then, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That Fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, wrong road on tour. Watch out for us. Yeah, we'll take Sam to his first trip. We'll take Sam to his first trip of Swanage for an absolutely mega bullied guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be down for That's true. He's been to Swanage, but not bashed anything. Yeah, I said first trip on Swanage. Hello? No, I said first trip on. Well, um, I've heard they're going to run the um, French bullied leader, Sam. <laughs> With its clag and flash modes fully intact. Uh, I hope it's clag in both directions. <laughs> the clag leader. I'd love to. Right, it's time to open up the thrash. Yeah, like open up the... <laughs> it's time to open up the thrash. Open up the thrash. <laughs> Well, but uh, yeah, it's it'd be an interesting one that event. I mean, like write in and let us know if you if if you can go to it and what it's like, what the experience is like. I assume it'll mainly be families and people yeah, right, in yeah, London that don't podcast. see Steve a lot. It probably won't be any enthusiasts, but you know, if, right, if you yeah, have gone, let us know. You what? Sorry, enthusiasts love flying Scotsman. I don't know what you're on about. Oh, yeah, so as much as they love Francis Bourgeois. I put them both in the same category, really. Please, we're begging you, email us. I'm begging, I'm on my knees here, I'm begging, email us, wrongroadpodcast.gmail.com. Come on. The only emails I'm getting is some dickhead called Alex Long. Alex Long? Fuck off. I ignored your first email for a reason. Stop sending me more. There's this guy, and, he, and, he, and he, he's a podcast guy. He's trying to sell me something. He's emailed me twice. He emailed me once. I was like, he's clearly a bot. But at the end, it was like, oh, please selling? note. At the end, it was like, please note, I'm not a bot. I'm actually a real person. And he's like, hi, <laughs> did you get my last email? I really like to claim your podcast. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is he trying to sell us fake listeners or something? No, it, no, it's, uh, no it's some weird, like, it, it's a, it looks like it's a fairly cool system, but it costs money and I don't want to pay for it. It's, it's, it's some kind of platform where you can agree to be a guest on other people's podcasts and, like, trade guests with each other and stuff. Some kind of weird podcast social platform. And you have to pay. Yeah, people. I don't, I don't give a shit. I ignored him for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I doubt anyone's going to be able to contribute to ours that's already in a podcast. <laughs> if you want to be a guest on this podcast, maybe it can be arranged, but don't charge us for it. <laughs> yeah, just donate the money to um, George's Dapple Prairie GoFundMe. Uh, yes. No, no, no. I said to pay the funds, please. <laughs> <laughs> We've got two opposing funds now. Well, they're not opposing funds. There's just one is significantly more important than the other. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. But he literally, know which one he literally copy-pasted his last email. He was like, here's the email I sent before in case you didn't get it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I just got <ignored> it. <laughs> well, uh, 
wants to uh, talk next? Um, I guess we're... Well, I guess Tom can talk about his devastation that he can't go on the Friday charter anymore because it's been... Yeah, so I've had happening. a... I've... I've had a nightmare, so I made the listeners a promise last week, which is that I would report mm-hmm. back on my rail tour experiences with both um, Intercity, which is LSL, brand of LSL, and Vintage Trains. I was yep. supposed to be going on a, on a gala, uh, not a gala, a, a, two rail tours um, this week coming, the week this podcast comes out, the 7th and the 8th, we we're going to get the Friday Charter from Houston to Birmingham, and then stay in Birmingham and then get the Welsh Marches Express from Birmingham to Hereford and back again with Clun Castle. And of course, two weeks before the tour, they announced a strike day because it's a London Marathon on <laughs> the 8th or whatever. Or no, well, I think it was the London Marathon just gone, but they wanted to strike on the 8th as well. And I was like, brilliant. So I then had to pay like an extra 100 quid to stay the Saturday night because I, and I then emailed Vintage Trains as well saying what's going on heard absolutely nothing luckily I know someone who does a lot of paint and restoration work for Vintage Trains so I asked him and he said well you might want to keep an eye on the website because as far as I know it's still happening but if it gets cancelled they might not tell you I was like brilliant so the timing's went live by the way two weeks before the tour was happening I didn't even know what stations they were picking up from it just said be at Tysley for 7am like four, four, like 40 minutes before the train moves so basically 6.20 which is ridiculous oh, um, and then they did send me an email the next day after all my panicking and flapping saying um, oh yeah it's been rescheduled to like the middle of November so I ended up losing a load of money on my hotel because I picked the saver rate because I'm an idiot um, and then last week they ran the last um, Friday charter with they finally put the 86 on it and they had 90 on the other end because the DBT failed with a TDM fault. And then they just randomly, even though they had all the dates on the website booked up to Christmas, pretty much, they just said, oh, this is the last one. Website hasn't been updated yet, but we're taking all the other dates off. And they've given no explanation. But I would assume it was probably low bookings, even though Alistair wasn't really going to make a profit because we all know this house funded. But I think the trouble, the trouble with these charters is, is, like we've said before, it just says charter train on the destination board. Yeah. It's not really advertised to the public much, apart from on social media. And I think really, unless you're in the know, like we are, you're not going to know it's happening. And the whole idea of it was it was this peak train that's a bit luxurious and a bit nicer and only a bit more expensive than the normal trains. But Joe Public don't really know what it is. I don't think the people that run these things really understand, you know, the public, the no, normal they, public all, perception. All, that's no, the trouble. All people in the world are train fans. <laughs> Yeah. Even those LSL and West Coast Railway um services that were supposed to be normal services we spoke about in the last podcast, even they just say charter train service, calling it charter train, this is a charter train service. It's like how's anyone supposed to know they can get on that? Are you sure that that was yeah. the case? Because yeah, it was. Because it was Everything the, was labelled as a Vanty West Coast, I saw. I, no, the the ones operated, as far as I'm aware, the ones operated by West Coast were not operated for Avanti. Only the LSL one was operated for Avanti. Right. The West Coast one was apparently operated by, like, for Network Rail or something like that. Right. So that's is that the one that was coming up as Charter Train? The West Coast one would have said Charter Train because technically it was a Charter Train. But the LSL one actually said Avanti West Coast. Yeah, it should have said like. I thought I, I thought it did because I remember seeing photos where it said Avanti West Coast and there was just whatever local there, like Mark Freeze just sitting there. 
I mean, even on actual mm. charters, where it is a charter train, they could give more depth than just this is a charter train service calling it charter train only. <laughs> calling it charter train. Yeah, yeah. but it is What else would you put? Like, I don't know. Like for the tour that we did, you could you could put um like this like Pathfinder service or West Coast service calling it Carlisle only. This is a charter train. Yeah, but yeah. they won't have that built into their system to display that. They're not going to have Pathfinder built in. They just have a default thing for charter trains. Yeah, that's true. Too much effort. Probably. But luckily, um, luckily VT. There are probably did some people that, that have never been, been on a tour before, and they're like, "Oh, what the hell does that mean?" Or, or... That's you know, where the Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a train, a train fan who doesn't know about it might see it one day on a station and be like, oh, "That sounds cool. I'll do that." But if they just see charter train, calling it charter train only, they're like, what the fuck does that mean? I think we can safely assume <laughs> we can safely assume that the only charter that pe- normal people really know about is the Jacobite, which they just call the Harry Potter train. Uh, the Harry Potter train, <laughs> yeah. That's the only one that everyone knows, pretty much. <laughs> because that one is well publicised. This is true. This is true. No, only because it's, it's the Harry Potter train. There's no other reason. And this is not really. It's on the same line. It's not even compartment stock. So can we call? Can we call? Can we call one five six the Harry Potter train because it runs on the same line? Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is one thing that ticks, ticks me off. Actually, that's one thing that ticks me off on normal heritage lines when a family who've never been on a steam train before, or just old coaches in general, because coaches like this ran up for years after steam ended. Is when they get in a compartment stock and they go, oh, it's like Harry Potter. It's like, yeah, that's the only reason I had compartment trains was for the film. Well, I find funny, true. actually, on that note, I, I saw a post online. It was a bunch of Americans talking, and because it, it was something about, like, oh, what did you think was like something really magical in Harry Potter, but actually was just normal British life. And someone was just mm. talking, and someone was talking about this, the train. They were like, they thought the train was this magical thing, and then they realised that the train was actually just a completely standard steam era experience on a train in Britain. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they thought that this, they thought it was like this like magical thing. The coaches were like all magical and everything. And nope, it was just a completely standard train. Really normal steam era experience, except the GWR would never name a hall after a castle and paint it red. So and it's red, yeah. <laughs> That really grinds my gears that it's called Hogwarts Castle. And, it's and it was running out of uh, King's Cross onto the East Coast mainline, Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow wound up on the West Highland. Yeah. With GNER Mark IIs in the background. Perfect. That's exactly what it is. That is It's iconic, though, isn't it? It's iconic. It's true. But yeah, was, Americans seemed to think that the whole, whole Hogwarts Express scenes were like really magical, and, and like also the the concept of a trolley going down the train with food on it. They thought that was like a magic Harry Potter thing as well. <laughs> well that, that is funny. That still happens pretty magical in these countries. It was funny. I talk about that. me and Tom got back on the um on the cross country HST to go back to Taunton. Um, from Birmingham New Street, it was absolutely rammed. And they're like, "Oh yeah, there'll be a there'll be a, a food trolley on this service, and it'll come down the train." And I was like, "Will it?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it was it rammed. Like, I don't know how they get like shape shifting powers. They could like come through the train. I don't know. And then like, we never, we like, never like, saw ten it. Minutes later, <laughs> like, ten minutes later, they were like, "Yeah, actually, we're just gonna stay put. You have to come to us." 
Uh, and I was like, yeah, like, uh, all the people on the train are going to like battle royale their way through the crowd to get into this food <laughs> trolley. <laughs> that, that reminds me yeah. of a situation when me and my dad were on an 800 out of Newton Abbott and there was a line side fire <laughs> earlier in the day. And there was like, going, leaving Newton Abbott towards Timworth, you had to, I guess you had to spad, I don't know, but there was like, it'd be continuously four, four trains sacked up outside Newton Abbott towards Timworth. And we were just waiting. The train was rammed, and the pe- the people come with the PA going, um, "We've uh, we've suspended the trolley service because uh, the train's too busy. Um, <laughs> do not try and find us. Do not serve you food." They literally just cancelled the entire trolley service. They didn't even like say come. Find us. They, like, even try and come find us. Yeah, but the worst part with the come find us thing is I'm pretty sure they were either in the very front or very back coach, so they're expecting everyone on this seven coach um, train think, to all I ram towards the back to get to the food trolley. The- Buff, yeah, but then what happened after that, George? The entire train decided to squeeze past us during the rest of the journey to get. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. Oh, that was not a nice journey. to the back of the train. That was not a nice journey. Well, me and you got seats. Joe had to stand. Yeah, we we had yeah. seats in the end. So. Yeah. Oh, yes, was, I think that was the first yeah. time I'd, I'd actually sat on a Mark III. Because, really? Yeah. Bloody hell. Because, because last time I went on a Mark Three, it was with the opening windows, and I stood next to the window. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I've spent many, done that a lot. Behavior. Yeah. How dare you? So I was window. I've I just I've stood done, next I've to it. I've, I've done it at like a hundred between Dawlish and Exeter before, and it's quite an interesting experience. Obviously, you're not window hanging. You definitely no, weren't window hanging. No. 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 Anyway. Um, that would upset the ORR. <laughs> yeah, it would. So, yeah. <laughs> well, on the uh, on the topic of LSL... For legal reasons, uh, that's a joke. The Friday Charter and LSL and stuff, they've had a little bit of a drama recently with their tours. In fact, oh, we got to mention the Deltic as well, Harley. Sick, yeah. How do we not think of that? Yeah, so yeah, they, no they've problem. had some, some recent tours... Um, one in particular was the return of the Deltic, which they've been overhauling. How did you want to talk about it? Because you probably know best. Loads about it, but they were like bigging it up for such a long time. Yeah. And they were, like, all these people oh, booked for the first tour behind the Deltic. I think it already been rearranged once. Yeah, I think it did get re- replanned and they already. Were like, oh, it'd be great. And then it got to the tour, and the Deltic was on one engine, and everyone was like, "What the fuck." And the 47 uh, was pushing the train half the time. Well, to be fair, actually, I've heard from from the driver because the, there were two drivers on that tour, and it was they were posting in one of the Facebook groups. They apparently only called for assistance from the 47 twice, and one of them was pulling out of one of the stations, which was Carlisle, and the other was going over Shap. So that was the only time they needed like a lot of assistance. And apparently, for a local one engine, she did do quite well. So that's what I heard, but. I don't know. Everyone was like, oh, I'm sorry, doing all the work, but it was probably running anyway for ETH. This is completely irrelevant and not train related at all, but I've just opened my phone and got onto one of the local buy and sell things on Facebook, and someone is giving away their entire garage. What? Their garage. What the fuck do you mean? Like, what's garage. inside of it or the actual garage? No, like, the whole garage. The building. Garage. <laughs> free. Must be able to take down. What? What? <laughs> They're just what? giving away what? their entire garage. 
I don't know about you guys, but I'm seeing a wrong road portable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we could be, we were talking about being the media presence at different railways. This is our chance. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. What's the garage made out of? Like bricks. Well, that might be difficult. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a proper garage. I mean, it's made of like, it's made of like, it's not like, like red bricks. bricks. It's it's like um it's it's a, it's probably no it's it's a weird brick. It's a weird stone, but they're bricks. It's a what? proper garage. It is a garage. There's no question about it. It's like a temporary thing. It's a building. <laughs> and they're just giving it away. All right. Well. So yeah, let's open another it's fund. Irrelevant, guys. But that's the fun of podcasts. That's the garage fund. The podcast oh, garage fund now fun. open. Facebook marketplace, everyone. Right, where were we? Uh, LSL, the Deltic tour. Um, they pretty much, from what I could tell, just shoved the Deltic on just to say they did the tour. Yeah. Because uh, it was literally testing, what, a few days before the tour took place? Yeah, yeah, to be fair, though. A few days before. It's quite iconic because that is the Deltic that was the first one to return to the main line and pulled a load of service trains on the main line back in the 90s. And it's in the livery that it did that in, hasn't been in green for a long time. And it was it was very mm-hmm. nice to see it back because I think to Deltic enthusiasts, that particular engine means quite a lot. So yeah. it'll be nice to see it properly back after the winter when they've got it on both engines. And, you know, Deltics are very unique. They're not easy to work on. And yes. they've definitely put a lot of hard work in. It looks absolutely immaculate. Like everything it does look very nice. So, yeah. It's very, very good. But uh, yeah, we'll have to wait until next year for that to return properly because uh, they cancelled all the other tours for it. Um, yeah, hopefully it'll come down south at some point. We can see it. That'd be really good. That would be epic. But then on that note, there was also the peak that they were doing. Uh, 45118. And um, that had a bunch of tours planned as well. And I believe they've all been cancelled because it wasn't ready in time, unfortunately. Actually, the uh, the one in a couple of weeks is running with 37s instead. Actually, I yeah. think they're all running with 37s instead. Yeah. So they replaced the, uh, the peak with two 37s, which, to be honest, it's a pretty good replacement. Yeah, but... I'll be happy with that, but... Peak enthusiasts who are not very happy. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right with that one. But uh, too bad, I guess. The peak enthusiasts went, oh, that's peak. Oh, well, that's wow. We like that. Just wow. <laughs> well, for that, you're going to have to take the next topic, I'm afraid. Me? I, I don't even have a next topic. What topic? Well, that's a shame, oh, isn't it? Well, I can do the great... I, I can do the, the main line at Paddington blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty unfortunate. Um... On the day of the Queen's funeral as well would make it a bit worse. Yeah, the overhead wires were down on all four lines, I believe, on the day of the Queen's funeral. And the whole Great Western Main Line between like Reading and Hayes and Harlington was just closed, I think. And they were just turning yeah. back and doing like short shuttles. What or actually caused it all to get pulled down? An 800, allegedly. <laughs> Yeah, allegedly. They, 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 they did an 800, like just just hook onto it, and then like you can probably imagine what I'm thinking, like all of them just like dragging behind it. Like, <laughs> it takes like all four of the wires with it, and they all like, like start like tangling up behind it. And, like, it's like dragging up on the petrol pump. You're probably not far off. 
like, yeah, um, like if I like if I pulled a, like a, if I like grabbed like a blanket from one posi- one place with like my fingers and then like pulled it and it all like cut clacks behind you know but, like it's wild. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I wish I'd ask I wish I'd ask my dad about this because he drives LUTs on this stretch and he will be listening probably screaming at at the, at the screen because I don't know if he got caught up in this or was working when it happened. But um, yeah, I'll, I can ask him for the next time. Yeah, you maybe, want, you can, maybe you can mail in, Tom. Uh, <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe you can email wrongroadpodcast at gmail dot com. Do not get your. I, I know you're listening. Email. Please email then. <laughs> yeah, can, can can you email in so we can have a first re- email read, uh, uh, first mailbag on, on an episode? Yeah. To be honest, what happens normally is when something like this happens, he's usually off on Wednesdays. He's always away when all the interesting stuff happens. It's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he should think himself lucky this time. So, well, yeah, I mean, it's been like a fun day. No. Wait, no, God no. <laughs> <laughs> We've uploaded it yet, haven't we? <laughs> I, I will be waiting for his email. Don't expect his psychic. <laughs> George just declared that I should email the wrong word podcast. <laughs> I mean, I could text him right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that would be great. But uh, yeah, we probably don't have enough time left because uh, we have one more thing to cover, I believe. Yeah, oh, we need to end it. I don't know, but we got one last thing to cover. Hour, oh yes, probably the most controversial thing in the whole um in the whole agenda. Just, yes. uh, that's impressive considering Flying Scotsman is in this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's been an update on um what's the name of it? Formbury Castle, that's the one. Um because the Great Western Society, who claimed they had nothing to do with uh the buying of Formbury Castle or the use of Formbury Castle have now said that they're open to offers to consider offers for people to buy it back. So yeah, I still don't really understand this because, like you said, I thought they had absolutely nothing to do with it, and we're trying well, to just sell them. And and now they're saying that they're trying to move the parts on before the night our group can get to them. I, I don't really. <laughs> understand this but then yeah. i have no understanding of the of the management structure of the gws and the various charities so no i don't think many people do um no I mean, not even they do because uh no because <laughs> <laughs> they, they do have that at the top where we have like the plc renting buildings off the association and vice versa so you know it's all over the place yeah, <laughs> yeah. west has an absolute mess Oh, well, yeah, in, uh, in, in terms of all of the different companies that run and own and rent and govern, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah, because like the association owns half the coaches as well. It's bizarre, but like you can tell because the association owned ones are, like nicer than the PLC ones. So whenever there's like a, a fish and chip train or a dining train thing, it's like, oh, we're on the association coaches with the nice varnished tables. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm wondering if. JJP's going to buy Formbury Castle or not? Because he said he was going to, oh, right? He said he wanted to set up a group to buy well, it. Well, JJP, if you're listening, email us at wrongroadpodcast yeah. at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him as a guest. I don't know. He's listening. I mean, we just send it to him, but it's probably not a good idea because we did just say that the railway he's a chairman of is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> less of a mess than yeah. it was it's less of a mess than it was it's a good railway it's improving 
It's That's a good amazing. railway. It's a long railway. It's an entertaining railway. Yeah. 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 I, I hope we can get the other railway. I really hope we can get back some way. We are to definitely getting back on our feet. And if anybody out there yeah. lives in or near Somerset, visit the West Somerset Railway. I'm going to advertise it now because we need, <laughs> the, we need it. Understandable. Yeah, and coming coming soon, the Wrong Road Podcast Portable Studio. Yeah, you can come and meet us. When, when I collect this free garage, <laughs> uh, I'm going to erect it at Bishop's Lydiard. Oh, yes. <laughs> Collection oh, must visits. own... Collect, does it say collector must own like digger construction and demolition equipment? <laughs> no, no, we'll construct it on the island platform at Minehead, just in the middle of the platform. <laughs> that would be a good idea to me. Oh yeah, that would, that would lunch in the hairy dog boys. Does that sound good? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we can put and we can put like we can we can tap into the the Minehead PA system and we could do live podcasts. Podcast over the PA system. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant idea. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, we can't do any worse than that squeaky bloke that does the minor announcements at the minute. The next train is for I haven't even heard like, last He's time so annoying. That, the last <laughs> announcement I remember at Minehead was, I think, someone... I don't know whether it was the person or whether it was just the way the PA system's laid out, but it's just really echoey and you can't hear anything it's just and you're like yeah that because all, all, all of the PA stuff's like under the canopy and obviously it's like a metal canopy isn't it so it's just, it just reverbs and just you can't hear it <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I was there with Emma I could hear it so maybe either they made an alteration or it was just that person's like Type of voice talking too close to the mic, I bet. You're just like, when I was there last weekend, they had this radio station in the DMU in the Bay platform, and apparently radio that happened station. once a year. But yeah, no, I don't know what station they were. I didn't actually get time to get off and have a look because um, we were late to go back, but radio yeah, apparently station. it happens. Yeah, apparently it happens once a year, and that was broadcasting over the PA. Um, instead, we were, uh, yeah, I've never seen that before. It's like when we were at South Devon, they'd set up a whole DJ booth in the Toad Brake van. Oh, that was epic. <laughs> DJ Toad. He was on fire. <laughs> DJ Toad. Why did that not happen anymore? Like, that was an fire setup. When I saw it, I was like, what the hell? Guy just sat like a like a lawn like a like a, a deck chair just up in a Toad Brake van with like like all his DJ stuff. Mate, they were blasting out the tunes. That was a, that was a. I can highly recommend, although it's not on our road. I can highly recommend Rails and Ales at South Devon, which is organised by South Devon Diesel Trust. Very, very good. Very good event. Well, uh, on that note, George, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, I think we're done. I think that's all of the things we've got. Um, I think we've covered everything. If you want to, if we've if we've been absolute blithering idiots today, and you've, we've said something Probably. that's disastrously offended or upset you, please done. email us at <laughs> wrongroadpodcast@gmail.com <laughs> and tell us about how distraught you are, and yes. we'll read it in the next episode. Um, you want the hate mail, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah please <laughs> if that's just how that's half. If, after listening to other podcasts, that's just most of the mail you get. It's people who are upset. But something you said or you said something wrong and they're correcting you which i'll embrace just just do it yeah. email us i don't care if you're upset happy email us i don't care <laughs> um uh if you're unless your name's alex long then fuck off 
<laughs> and if you are listening to the podcast, because you seem to be stalking us now, please stop emailing me. <laughs> I don't want to join your weird scheme where I go and sit on other people's podcasts and spend like £30 on it. Thank you. Um, and then I don't think there's anything else I've got to mention, really. Um, no. So yeah, email us wrongroadpodcast gmail.com and I will see you in a couple of weeks. We've uh, been George and Aaron and Harley and Sam, who's been muted for the last like twenty minutes, and Tom. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Goodbye.